Welcome to The Breadwinners. We're back for season five and taking your questions about work, life, and everything in between. I'm Jennifer Owens. I served as editorial director of Working Mother Media and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm Rahel Ellison. I'm an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplace policies that work for all employees. There's nothing we like more than talking about work-life strategies, but we know that in the real world, such questions can be very personal and a little prickly. In this season of The Breadwinners, we tackle them all. Raquel! <laughs> What's up, Jail? So today's question is uh, taking me back a few years. Are you ready to go in the time machine? I am. I, I, <laughs> that's always these like little cryptic intro. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like one day I will say something. You'll be like, yes, I know exactly what you're referencing. And I am ready. Thank you very much. <laughs> we will be in the nursing home. Yes, go for it. All right. Here comes today's question. I am newly pregnant, as in I haven't told anyone on my team or my boss. While there are some working parents in the larger organization, on my team, I will be the first and only working mom. I'm nervous about not only announcing the news, but asking for accommodations. I'll need, say, to pick up my baby at childcare at a certain time, or really, I don't even know. I just know that I'm going to have limits on how long and when I can work, and I worry about being seen as less than in my career. How should I broach this topic with my boss? When should I bring it up? And really, what should I be asking for? Anything? So that's why, oh my gosh, this takes me, takes me back. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting. So... The question is, if I understand it correctly, how to approach the conversation with your boss. Right. And w- and when? Like, how, how soon do you do it? Right. And then, like, what, you know, she has these concerns about what impact this will have on her career and how does she broach this? Does, yeah. Should she, right, should she broach Were you that? a work around the clock kind of person before you had babies? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I worked, I started out as a newspaper reporter. So, you know, the schedule was whatever it was, or we had night duty, we had, and you just threw yourself into like doing whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of how it, how it went. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I think that we are at a point where there has been a shift in how we think about new parents from when oh, you and I hope so. I mean, it was 19 years ago for me. So <laughs> well, oh, well, not the kids themselves, but I mean, like when you and I were really in the work family space, like full time, I feel like yeah. it, 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 20, 2016, 2017 was when, you know, I was working with some of these big companies on implementing extended leave policies. And, you know, since then, We've seen a lot of developments, but I think we're at a cultural moment where, you know, I've heard folks say, like Mika Cross, who's somewhere in the government, like, (laughs) we will tag her in this, Um, but she's been doing this kind of work. Yeah, like workplace. Yeah. Talking about workplace stuff in the federal government. Yeah. Exactly. 
it, she was in a conversation that I saw on LinkedIn recently that we've, we've gone like a bunch of steps forward, but we're going backwards a little bit. So interesting. There is, and I, I certainly see that. And, you know, but I, I don't think, I think that's true of workplace flexibility and remote work. I think everybody's really confused what works, what doesn't work. I also think that there has still been a shift for parents and the attitudes around new parents that is sustainable and is not as easily walked back. Mm. From the employers or from the parents themselves or both? Both. I think just uh, in the workplace, I think there has been a shift that, that isn't going backwards. Yeah. I think we're seeing enough movement that we can, we can say that consistently. So that being said, I think that my advice, well, first of all, what do you think about, do you agree with me? Do you think we've moved forward? Do you think? Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, so when, when we got married, we went for a universal life registered pastor and our, we had a, a, fr- a dear friend of ours. And I'm he, one, by the way, just, just and, well, in New York city at the time it was illegal. I don't know if that, that's right. They wouldn't allow for those. And uh-huh. so we didn't know what to do. And so they, they went, our good friend went to a different place, got registered and still did it. And it was legal and, and everything worked out. It's, going on quite a while. So that was great. But at the time, it was the biggest issue in our minds was this problem. We had to get around or figure it out or whatever. And I feel the same way about that moment. This is why it's always great to have friends in your life transition, in addition to many others. But like that moment, because it was I that moment of explaining to my boss that I was pregnant and he had no kids. He, you know, there was one lady who had a kid, but it was like a kid in elementary school, which just seems so old right. to me. Right. Anyway, right. my whole point is it's hard for me to know because I was so finely tuned to every nuance. And there were a couple of us who were pregnant at the same big publishing company. It was a big open newsroom. And so we, you could physically see each other like, Oh, the big belly mm, women. Right. And we kind of, you know, like it was, and we were sharing information. Like, when did you say anything? Blah, blah, blah. So it's hard for me to know beyond the very personal about that. Mm. And by the way, that boss was very good. He was very open. I really like, I had, put all these inferences on this that weren't there. But, you know, I, it's like, and now I think also, I'm just saying I'm having a baby, you know, like this doesn't, like, why was I so nervous? But right. I do get, I do fundamentally. So I hope basically that there's more of a, it was it, the whole discussion around the benefits of it, like when you could leave and what you paid for, because we had to, you went on short-term disability, long-term, I don't know, whatever. There was right. all this stuff. Brett, his eyes would roll like I just, don't, it, it was my whole job was figuring out how to keep our benefits going and when to report things and all this sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I 
would hope that it's gotten easier and more like, oh, so you're having, you know, my mom's having a baby. Do you remember that after school special? Anyways, that it's just, it's just a thing. That's my hope is that it's just a thing. It's not a big deal. It's just a thing. So I don't know. Is is it that yet? I think it is. I actually oh, think it is. When I think about, so I have a couple data points. I mean, one, when I think about just work family stuff in the past, but definitely, you know, like flexibility, right? And paid leave. I think that there was a time 15 years ago when, and more, you know, when our friend Callie came out, when, you know, when folks yeah. were really, which was 25 years ago, but regardless, we're like, we're all kind of secretly behind our backs, like carrying picket signs. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was, like very advocacy oriented to this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. It was like what our rights are, where this is about equity. This is about child development. This is about. Yeah. Gender equity, I think that was the way it was. And I do think we're moving into a time where a lot of those like kind of advocacy. Like putting your dukes up. You can't tell me what to do. Nobody, that's not necessary, right? It's it's Uh, much. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. But that doesn't mean, because we know this, right? That there are not like just. That there are not like subtle cultural dynamics, right? That are going to happen, that are going to come up and that need to be navigated. And and someone wrote an article about this for Slate a bunch of years ago because there was a great research. That person's me. There was a great. great, I'm like, uh, did you write that? (laughs) There was a great study. Where was she? University, maybe Georgia, this researcher in Georgia, but I will post it in the notes. But basically the research says that like the actions that a manager takes. Oh yes. Last forever. I mean, way longer, right? Yeah. Longer. And I, I think what the article and you know, the study, what, what it represented, what we were sort of trying to convey in that in that picket signs behind our back kind of way is please 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 pay attention to this it's important right yeah, like, right you know there are business benefits it is going to impact you in a way that it impact your relationship in a way that's going above and beyond you know in a way that yeah. you can't even really imagine so just pay attention to it what i think is interesting about this question is that there's something about the way that this listener is framing this as an mm. opportunity to broach a conversation. I mean, yes, she's nervous and you can see like, when do I talk about it? How do I talk about it? What do I say? How do I frame it? But what I liked is her naming it really clearly. I am committed to my job. I don't want to worry about leave coming and going. Like she, she's basically saying like, I, she almost is creating an opportunity to have a, like, just a real level setting moment. Oh, with nice. Her yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And I was talking to the folks at the Center for Parental Leave Leadership recently. And there's lots of people in that space, but you know, that's something that that they've always said, right? Is that it's when these changes happen in our lives, it's only an opportunity to like figure out how to how, how to, to frame it. the relationship. Yeah. Like, right. Right. Yeah. And so like, so you know, what I think is interesting is because it's just a thing, as you said, I think that they could go and have the conversation in a way that I think when I wrote the article or, you know, before, right, for someone to go to their boss and tell them that they were pregnant, it was not uncommon. I actually heard this from a bunch of people, like one person talked about her boss putting her head in her hands. Another one talked about, you know, when she said, I'm pregnant, and she goes, ah, shit, you know, it's like, yeah, it's so- yeah. and people's reactions were, were unfiltered. Yeah. And the filter is important. And I think everybody's kind of got the sense of like, no, we don't need the picket signs, but we do need like. Acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah. And just acknowledgement and, and just kind of an awareness. Like this is how, like, this is part of their life. It's not like they could like, I think we used to see an attitude like it was, it was a choice. I mean, it is, you know, but like, yeah. it, but like, oh God, you chose to have, I mean, this is life. And I think we've moved past the time, or at least I hope we have, that yeah. then life and work are, are so separate. I think we've moved past that. I hope so. I mean, I so when, I mean, as in terms of timing, I mean, there used to, or they're the thinking that you you don't tell people until you've passed the first trimester with the idea that that's you know you're going to be safer then or you know whatever that whole thing gets us into a whole other discussion of like acknowledging the preponderance of miscarriage that happens in loss pregnancy loss and and like but putting that aside i mean i remember with the first baby i didn't show for a long long time so I liked keeping it a secret for a while, but I brought it up around like four or five months. I mean, you kind of want to give them a moment to get their ducks in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, it's interesting. Also, the partner should be having this conversation too, right? If there's a partner in the picture, let's hope that that person is having a conversation too, because you're going to both want to be doing pickup. (laughs) Right, right. Who was I? I was talking to somebody who works... I think this was the person who works in, oh, no, no, no. This person was working. No, it was actually, it was a, a new mom friend who is a soccer mom of my daughter's teammate. And we were talking about whatever a soccer mom is. We both accompany our kids to soccer games. To sports, and sports, sports, and sports. Yes. He was just talking about her experience having a stay-at-home mom and when she went back to work and what the kind of the attitudes and judgments were from from her mom. And then she she mentioned that she said something to the effect of and she's super smart and, and wonderful, but she was just like, she was like, why are they 
she was very confused at like the whole kind of the gender equity part. Like, why do we pay attention to dads? Uh, like, because she was like, my husband only got like five, like went back oh, to work. Yeah. And I was like, actually, that's how we're going to make progress. Right. So as we, as you and I know very well, like that's what we, you have to, it is about both partners and is about both partners having that. Oh yeah. Well, and your point about when these big life transitions come, it's a moment to have a reset conversation about who's doing what. Because oh, here's in this, the house, you're saying with the yeah, partner. Yeah, in at the house. And and also yeah, maybe that's a, a story for another day. But at work, if we're talking about the work situation, there is a thought of framing this moment of maternity leave. Yes, it's gonna take a moment for everyone to figure out how to, you know, rejigger how to do, you know, will there be a backfill? I hope there is. But there'll also be opportunities for people to do stretch. You know, uh, yeah. my first baby, I came back and my uh, the person who had covered for me and done my role while I was gone basically said, I want your job. <laughs> when I go back. And she did it. She had done a great job. And in essence, she and I both got promoted when the the level above us left. And it, it like, but she got an opportunity to do some stuff that, you know, that she might've had to wait a really long time for it. So you keep in mind that like, no, it's a growth opportunity. It's a growth it opportunity. It's for sure a growth opportunity. And I think, I think that just keep that in mind. You know, when you, if, if you get the first response back of, Oh my God, this is such a hassle there. It, once that flows through their system, if that's the way they think there is this opportunity for a lot of people to get to try new things. And yeah. so I, as for having the conversation, I would have it in the midpoint, personally. It, it, like, you want to give people time to think. <laughs> I once worked with a guy, and it, he, granted, he was the father, but he announced that his wife was having, like, their third kid, like, two weeks before she was due, or maybe after. I don't know. It was very weird. And it's like, it seems a, like a weird flex to not mention stuff to me. <laughs> <laughs> when you could have given them a little time to prepare because yeah. you are going to disrupt the current norm. You know, if you're yeah. going to be gone for any amount of time, it that's disruptive and it's okay, yeah. Yeah. but give them time. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, but that's what I was going to say. I mean, my, I think my sister-in-law, when she started the new job was like, hey, I'm pregnant. I mean, I think she was three months Oh my God. Yeah. I've had friends who started job, you know, got a job and then discovered they were pregnant. It was like, Hey, oh, day one. In with that information. I mentioned her too. I don't know if she's ever listened to the podcast, but you know, I think it's interesting. There are different attitudes on the one hand. I think they didn't bat an eye and they were like, you're worth it. Coming yep. in. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. And then I was talking to a friend recently who was telling <laughs> I was saying this was like a Benny Hill version of management, like just this, like just ridiculous where yeah. this person, she started a new job and let's say her name is Jane. And so she started and then there was someone who had applied for her job whose name <laughs> is also Jane. No. And who worked, who, you know, who just didn't get promoted. Right. So she's still there. And so they, they asked her, <laughs> sorry, this is just how tone deaf people are. They asked her what she wanted to be called instead. She'd been working oh. at the, for 15 years and they were like, 
what would you like your name to be? Because we now have a Jane. Oh, my God. And I'm like, can you literally be dumb? Like, so anyway, there are people who still think that's okay. Yeah, yeah. There are people who are ready to like embrace the new and say this person's worth it because this is the way that this is information too. When you announce this and you know, you're changing as a person. Yeah. It's also information about like, you know, how they're going to support you in that regard. And you're just going to take it in as information. Yeah. And so, well, and in that mindset, also the accommodations to think about, I mean, very dependent on what your job is. If you're in a job where you're standing all the time, being able to sit down and the physical, physical requests, I was always in newsrooms. And so the ability to say, you know, I have to leave for pickup on these days. Like these are the days I can't stay late to, you know, like I, at the t- that magazine that I was working on was a weekly news magazine. Right, right. And so we closed, which meant late nights on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And Mm -hmm. so that I, you know, I knew that going in. So with my spouse, I'm like, you have to do pickup on Wednesdays and Thursdays. There's, you know, then all the other ones I can deal with and I wanted to deal with them, but Mm -hmm. ad hoc for the, you know, if something came up, but Wednesdays and Thursdays have to be yours, which talk about life transitions and the how the jobs shift in these moments when the windows open for new considerations that you will do three nights and he will do two that stuck for like 15 years. (laughs) And it was all from baby number one, the first month that that was the system we came up with. So. All right. Well, I mean, I think it's. So I do think, Knowing what your child care, like, are you going to go with like a nanny where you have more flexibility or what? I think to know what accommodations, that's a tough question in that. What are we looking at job wise, like physical strain and the like? What are we looking at with how we're approaching child care? I think you just have to map it out. And for goodness sakes, please ask for what you need. Yeah. Because they don't know. I think it depends, right? I mean, I think that there, I I don't know that she needs to dot all of her I's and cross all of her Right at that conversation. Yeah. I really don't. I think it it depends. So listener, it depends on your relationship with your manager right now, right? Like, do you feel, and forgive me, Jay, if I'm, if she said something about the nature of their relationship, but I don't remember anything. No, I don't think so. But you know, if you have a good rapport and there's a trust. Right. I think once you are comfortable, you know, you've hit 20 weeks, you've seen, you've gotten to the point where, you know, like you said, considering all the factors, the physical factors, all the implications of what you're going to say that just at some point it is okay to just say it. Right. And, and I think there is data for you in how your manager responds that will help you understand what to ask, how to navigate next. I think it's unrealistic, although yes, this was the way it had to go, but I think it's unrealistic to expect her to, answer all the questions right have now. all the answers all settled down right it, I, I which do. you know welcome to parenting because you'll right, never have exactly. all the answers so yeah, yeah i think that's a good 
point is, and it's this life lesson you'll you'll be taught over and over and over again as a parent, and actually in the workplace too. You know, because when your job is when you're starting out, you tend to have certain things you must do and you can do them. You excel at doing them and then you get promoted. But as you move up, the tasks get more nebulous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Set strategy, execute strategy, you know, show KPIs. And you're like, how do I judge the KPIs on, you know, like it's, it gets more and more like harder and harder to put your arms around stuff. And this is an example of this. And also, if you have a decent rapport with this manager, hopefully you will be having multiple check-ins, you know, like before you go and what, you know, like you'll have opportunities to talk about other stuff. So maybe it's, you know, maybe you're the first conversation is just the announcement and, yeah. and kind of re- re- rest assured. I'm going to make sure that this is a smooth transition. Right. I mean, I think that exactly. I think it's about, you convey, and this is where where the letter started, right? Like the intentions that this listener has to do her best yeah. is the best that this manager can hope for, right? right? And being explicit about this is what I'm going to try to do. And this is what, you know, this is where I'm coming from is a great show of faith yeah. and transparency that hopefully is reciprocated by, okay, let, you know. All right. Yeah. Uh, like, let's, Thank you. This is your work life, but, you know, I'm going to help support you in your growth and development in whatever way I can. I mean, I think, you know, I think that's, that's an important yeah. piece. All right. So what, so what we're saying, wait a bit, Maybe sit on this. I, I just feel like, you know, hold this news to yourself for a little bit. Enjoy it. It's free, you know. Right. But still give them a couple months before. Well, also, don't be like eight months pregnant and have people go, are you pregnant? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, so give them some time, but maybe parse it out of, you know, your mind is starting to spin into a bunch of different things. You're, you know, starting to get whatever. I sincerely doubt that you have your childcare situation figured out. So figure that out and then start having the childcare pickup question, you know, conversation, stuff like that. But, but do what you have to do. Ask for what you need. As, as an old friend of mine always says, if you don't ask, you don't get, but right now in the talking to your boss, just have the conversation and have it with a sense of, I'm here to make this this great. I do everything else great. I'm going to make this great. Right. Right. And, you know, I think you can use it as a guide. I mean, you don't have to be playing the same song. There needs to be a certain harmony and you can kind of figure that out right as you go. So, you know, if there's an openness, there might be an enthusiasm, there might be some tentativeness, but just Try to just observe and be yeah. present when you're listening to this reaction. Cause like there's a there's certainly a tendency to just be like, oh my God, what are they gonna say? And just so frozen in in fear that you don't actually process what you're hearing and what they're saying. Oh my god, yeah. It's really important conversation to to know what's happening. So yeah, that's my love for you. And good for you, listener, for for kind of being so proactive and, and thoughtful about how you wanna approach this. And get to know the other working moms. 
once you feel comfortable kind of sharing your news, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's like someone you know well or you know the factors with that, but yeah, get to know them because they know yep. stuff and yep. you want to know what they know. So, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on The Breadwinners. Do you have a sticky work-life question for us? Send it our way at thebreadwinnerspod at gmail.com. We're here to help. And please take a moment to rate and review our show. It really helps. And of course, join us on Facebook or Instagram at The Breadwinners Podcast. And until next time, keep hustling. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.